so forth. So I really thank God that the word of God has grown this year. And we're looking for God to continue to grow the word of God through this church in 2019. But um, uh, uh, Luke 17, don't talk, I mean, you can read it up on the screen. Luke 17, 17 says, We're not all ten cleansed. Bring it up if you are quick enough, studio. We're not all ten cleansed. Where are the other nine? Yeah? Bring it up if you can. If you can yeah. Where, Jesus said, were they not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Yeah? Now, next verse. Right, next verse. It says, has, has no one, has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this person? Ten people were blessed throughout the year. Ten. And he says, but where are the, where are the rest? So this is, where, this is where our returning Sunday came from, from scriptures. So the last Sunday of the year is our returning Sunday. We come with a hint of purple. But uh, Mr. Femi said he's taking, his, his hint of purple is that he's wearing, he's wearing yeah, it's all right, Eva. It's all right. A, he's wearing a, a purple trouser. That, that's the hint of purple. So, so uh, we, we all come back with, a, with um, a hint of purple, and we just want to celebrate God. We want to do like, this, like the one that returned. That's why it's called Returning Sunday. And then I, was, I look back at this here, and I'm, I want to come back, and it's a big deal. For us, it's a big deal. That's as good as your, tra- your crossover service. It's a big deal. We come back all rejoicing and say, hey, you've been faithful, God. Thank you. Thank you. And it's just the, the last of the year. And then the next uh, day, 31st, 9 o'clock, you'll be here. If you come 9.05, you, you, may, you may be at the tent. All right? So that means you come early and you will not be reserving seats. We won't, we won't, we don't reserve seats. Right, so you come early and take your spot, okay? We've ordered about 200, 300 extra chairs to come in. We, we, rarely, we rarely advertise our service, but this year we're going to be advertising that to the crossover service, all right, because we, have, we now have extra capacity outside, and it will have a, ten, a marquee outside, so you will love it. So you come back, all right? Come back, and when you are coming, come excited. Come with a Thanksgiving offering, all right? Come with a Thanksgiving offering and say, Lord, Thank you for all you have done. Does that make sense? All right, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to it. Praise the Lord. All right, so, but tonight I want to continue and I want to talk to you like a man talked to his friend this morning. Yeah? You like my jumper? Hey, Joseph, Joseph, come. I mean, I, I think Joseph's, I think Joseph's, oh, Joseph, quickly come here. My, my time is going now. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Pastor Bola said Joseph wore this same. Really? Mate. So it's the same last year. When I was hailing you in the office, why did you say so now? My friend, go to the bar. Okay, okay, come, 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 Joseph. Because there are people here who didn't see you last year. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, come. So I did the same thing last year. Is that the same thing? Ah, you should be grateful that your pastor is consistent. <laughs> eh? Eh, it's not necessarily a pastor that is predictable. You know, what you see is what you get. Eh? So, same time, next time, my friend, go and sit down. Same time, next time. 
<laughs> Pastor Bola is not wearing Christmas jumper. Can you imagine that? She is not wearing Christmas jumper. I refuse. I don't think that's a Christmas jumper. How many of you agree that she's wearing she's, How many of you believe she's not wearing a Christmas jumper? Look at her. I'm wearing a Christmas jumper. That's not good. So we find her 20 pounds. And the house has spoken. Pay 20 pounds. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how we do in the House of Parliament. Your leaders, your leaders. <laughs> I read a scripture, I read, a, I read a, 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 Christ, a, a quote written by a Christian. It says, what is an army, what is an army for? If not to fight, you will either be fighting or retreating from now until Jesus returns. You will either be fighting or retreating from now until Jesus returns. You know, church, we'll be looking at this whole concept of, um, we say it's not over. The year is not coming to an end. We're only making a transition to 2019. It's just a transition. It's not coming to an end. So we will, we will celebrate. By the way, on Friday, the last Friday of the year, Right? You want to come here with your goals for 2019, and I want, want to lift it before God. I want to pray. I want to pray with you right? about those goals. Set your agenda for 2019. Friday, 7.30, I'm going to be ministering that night. All right? It will also be the communion service. Then on Sunday, Thanksgiving. Then on, so, so it's a transition. Your promises are not coming to an end. The year is not coming to an end. Right? So we just move on to the next year, and we continue. So these words may come as a shock to many Christians. We don't, we, don't, we don't want to be warriors. We don't like fighting. We don't like fighting. Anything, many of us don't like aggression. We like peace. We don't like trouble. Okay. I don't like fighting too. But I know how to fight for what I believe in. Does that make sense? So we want a comfortable Christianity. We want a comfort. We want to take it easy. We want to go on a spiritual vacation. We want things to just happen. We don't want to labor and work hard for anything, especially when it comes to our faith. But that's not what the Bible promises us. That's not what we as believers are called to do. It's not. Do you have... <laughs> did you just say bye-bye? <laughs> Kids, eh? <laughs> praise the Lord. Right now, do you have a goal? Do you have a dream? Do you have an aspiration? Do you really des desire to be more? Is there anything in you that reaches out for something bigger than you? Is there anything in you that, that yearns to make a mark? Is there anything in you that yearns to add value to somebody else? Is there anything in you that wants to do more for someone else? Is there anything in you? Have you got a dream? Have you got a desire for something? If your answer is yes to any of this, listen very carefully. You, there's no room for spiritual vacation. 
There is no room for what? Spiritual vacation. There's no room for it. There's no room for it. So I'm sorry to say, everything that, we, that God desires for us, we have to fight for it. Amen? So the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, let us read together very quickly. 1 Timothy 12, 6, 12. Yeah? Bring it up so we read it together as a, as, a, as, a, as a church quickly. All right. So, one, two, goal. Fight the good fight of faith. Uh-huh. 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 One more time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In the presence of many witnesses. Praise the Lord. We, we, we are an army. We are an army. You are part of an army. Whether you believe it or not is irrelevant. The day you got born again, that day you got enlisted. The day you got saved, that day you got enlisted. We are an army. Praise the Lord. Now, the Bible says that in Ephesians 6, right, we are an army at war. Let's look at it. I'll read this start to you. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Is that in your Bible? Yeah? It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. It, you either believe the Bible or you don't. If the Bible says you are at war and you are wrestling, right, then there's no room for spiritual vacation. That would be ignorance. Right? Verse 13 says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand it says you are at war but you are not at war against your neighbor you're not at war against humans you're not at war it's not physical it says you are at war it says not against flesh and blood but you are at war against principalities We either believe or we don't believe it. We either believe that you either believe and pretend like you are not at war, right? And continue to live a careless life, a reckless life, and have desires and just hope that your desires come to pass. Or you know that you are at war, you have goals, you have desires, and then you fight for what belongs to you. He said, We have war, we are at war against powers. It calls them against the rulers of darkness of this world. In other words, there are rulers of darkness that limit people from becoming what God intends for them. Yeah? It says against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, you, I may not know what all of these things mean, but one thing is sure, it is not good. <laughs> and I say, so pastor, can you... Can you please break it down for me 
and let me understand this thing, whole thing called uh, spiritual wickedness. I don't know, but it doesn't sound good. Oh, pastor, this thing sounds so, because you know. So what? What does? What does? What does? Um, um, rulers of darkness of this world mean? I don't know, but I just my my sense says run the other way. Does that make sense? Is that not common sense? Yeah, I, I don't have the time to start excavating spiritual weakness in hard places, right? It means that it, even the name doesn't sound good. Yeah. There's no point. So it means you, you go the other way, right? It means no go. Don't go to, yeah? Exactly. So we're what? We are not at war without help. So, so now this is how Christianity was introduced to me. This is how I have, I, 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 I have managed to manage myself, manage my family across three countries. This is how I've been able to manage my career, manage my enterprise, manage my welfare. That is how, this is how, this is what was introduced to me. I don't know what, what, I don't know what has been introduced, I don't know what was introduced to you when you got born again. Maybe when you got born again, you were told, you know, you know what, once you profess Christ, right, everything just falls into place. You just go on a spiritual vacation. You don't do anything, and you don't need to do anything. In fact, you don't even need to change your behavior because God loves, God loves sinners. You don't even need to pray or read your Bible. Okay, if you like, you try, right? But you know what, if you have a pastor, then all, everything is done for you. You know, it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Once you say the name of Jesus, then no problem. All your dreams will come to pass. You will be rich. In fact, you have 24 hour miracles and you'll be a millionaire overnight. What was promised to you? I, that, that wasn't promised me when I got saved. And that's why you find today, when people do not meet the desires of their heart in our faith, they quit. They quit because nobody told them what is really involved in the faith. But I will tell you, it's not like that. It's not true. Today when a believer, when a believer is going through a, a challenge, they ask, oh Lord, why me? What did I do? Hey, show, me, show me anyone in scripture who didn't go through pressure. Are you listening? So we fight. And the Bible also tells us in 2 Corinthians 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So, hey, Pastor, what does a stronghold mean? Stronghold is a hold that is strong. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because, I don't know, people just complicate matters. I don't know. You know, when I got born again, I just came like a dummy, and I'm still a dummy. I don't know anything. I'm still searching. Like you, I, I'm, I'm a regular bloke. How many of you by now have figured that out? I'm just a regular bloke who found, who Jesus found, gave my life to him, and I read after him. I'm just a regular bloke who just wants to live his life by the Bible. I'm not into all this razzmatazz or all this. You probably figured that out by now. 
it's, it's, sometimes it makes it too complicated. What is a stronghold? Ah, if the hold is, if there's, if, there's <laughs> if there's any area of your life where the hold is strong, eh, that's a stronghold. Do you understand? What is a financial stronghold? Right? If there's any, if there's any area of your finances, right, where the hold is too strong, and it's not allowing you to breathe financially, what is that? <laughs> Does, is there anything about stronghold that sounds nice? If you feel like you are choking in any area of your life, hey, that's a stronghold. Isn't it? You, well, look at the wrestling match, right? They, they say, in wrestling, I said, I said, you see all those commentators. I said, oh, he's going to pass out now. Oh, that's a very strong hold right there. I said, ah, this is what they mean in the Bible. They put the hold on the man, right? And then the referee will be taking up his hand and say, one, two, three. And at, at some point, that guy will just, they will put on that strong hold. The guy passes out and he just goes off. A whole grown man. So what's a stronghold? I don't know. A stronghold maybe is it a choke? Do you feel choked? That's a stronghold. Don't compl complicate things. Yeah? So it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down, for pulling down strongholds. Do you feel like you are choking? That's a stronghold. That's a stronghold. And you allow the devil put principalities, right? And the rulers of that, put a hold on your family. That marriage will be choking. Put a hold on your career. Career will stagnate. Right? And the Bible says we should fight the fight of faith. And you go to read the, read the book of Ephesians 6, 10 to, 10 to 18. You just see, the Bible says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. If there is no problem. Look, by the time somebody tells you be strong in the Lord, it means that you're up for a fight. Do you know how many times in this scripture it says, be strong, be strong, be strong, be strong. If there's no problem, why will he be asking to be strong? So it's not easy on this faith. From the moment you say I accept Jesus, the fight is on. From the moment you have a desire for anything good, the fight is on. And yet, someone may have, may have, may have sold you something fake. They have sold you something fake, giving you wrong expectation. Is it another, another myth? If you, are, if you have a problem and the problem is consistent and persistent, uh, maybe, maybe there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you, mate. Maybe you are just anointed. Maybe you are just anointed. The enemy comes, of, comes after that anointing. Do you understand? How can't you see? The moment you decide, I want, the moment you decide you want to do something, all of a sudden, my goodness, all the pressure from hell just, I mean, come on. 
The moment you decide you want to be a great husband, all of a sudden, every provocation in hell, that's the day you will have the fight of your life. I mean, you were just coming home thinking, ah, oh, ah, this is my wife, ah, this is my wife, oh, you know what? Mm. We are going to, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it work. No. Everything she has, anything, everything she has done to up to now, you know, just forgive her. And, ah. That day, that day, you make up your mind in the train on your way home, right? And then you open the door. Hello, honey. He said, what time did you call this? And then you try and patch it up a little bit. So, oh, oh, yes, yes. And, but you know today is Wednesday. Today is the day we go to the movies. Today is the day, today is the day we have a dinner. So it's today you went, it's, this is the day you chose to walk late. I said, no, no, no. I said, no, yeah, again. <laughs> but if you are spiritually discerning, you should know, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I am going to what? Fight this fight of faith. Have you made up your mind to fast before? I don't know about you. I don't know about you. There are times, you know, a whole day, a whole day. Pastor Bala, we just, we just wake up in the morning, just do what we need to do, get out of the home, come to the office, and I just put my head down and she'll be working. And then by 7.30, for example, right? And some of you, when you drop to the office, you hear me say it at times. I say, ah, Bala has not given me food all day, or, you know, uh, like, you know, so. And I, and I, I say, ah, oh, I've not had anything to eat all day. Wow, look at that. My, my goodness, wow. If I was fasting, that would have been accepted. But the day I make up, I don't know about you. The day I make up my mind and say, you know what funny thing? The day I make up my mind on a Sunday and say, on Wednesday, I'm going to fast. Ah, ah. In fact, from Tuesday morning, my stomach starts revving itself up. And this whole, I mean... Then you wake up, then by Wednesday morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, the hunger will wake you up, right? <laughs> all of a sudden, that's the day you have all this desire to eat anything you want to eat. That is the day you will, I mean, just unconsciously. One day I go to just open my fridge, just, I'm just staring. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Pastor Bola will go, you, you want, you, are you looking for anything? I say, ah, no, I'm not looking for anything, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> You'll be staring to the fridge. That's, that's the day. That's the day. But me to have, I'm smart enough now to think, to think that, you know what? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. I am fasting. If I'm going to die, let me die. I must, I must, I must endure this pain and fight this thing because I have decided by myself to do it. And I'm all good in all those areas, right? Except fitness. That one is still, maybe 2019. I'm waiting. I told Ayo, I said, Ayo, I said 2019. I said, it's gym, right? I'm going to try. That's why I wore this particular one. one I I looked at myself in the mirror this morning, right? And I was saying, Kai, I wish I can see my natural chest like that. (laughs) I mean, do you see how that is? You know, I was like, You know, I wish this is how I look in real life. Can you imagine that? <laughs> See that? Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Stood by the mirror and said, wow, it's not my chest. 
But it doesn't work like that. The moment I hit that gym, first week I'll go twice. Second week I'll go twice. But first of all, this is how it goes with me. First 21 days, we are fasting, right? 7th to 27th or so, we are fasting. I'll say, ah, I'm not going because we are fasting. That's how I, I'm not going because we are fasting. Because I'm already losing weight, why fasting? So I'm not going because we are fasting. Then after the fast, I said, no, I'm recovering from the fast. <laughs> I'm recovering from the fast. <laughs> when I recover from the fast and I have my full energy back, then I go to the gym. Gym, wait for me, wait for me. I'll be there, right? Then, then spend one week recovering from the fast. But the second week after the fast, I say, you know, you know, hmm, all right, I wouldn't go to the gym, go once. Then the following week, maybe go once or twice. But I don't know what happens. The strongholds. In fact, <laughs> the more I go, the more I go to the gym, the more the holds you know, get stronger and get tighter and get tighter. Then by the third week, the hold is so strong. When Pastor Bola will say, let us go, I say, oh, I can't go, I can't go, I can't go. I will take the two vehicles. <laughs> Got to fight. Got to fight. God has equipped us. And go study Ephesians 6 and see what God says. He said, put on the whole armor of God. Verse 14 says, stand therefore, having guided your weight with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The Bible says it, I believe it. If the Bible says there's a, there's a wicked one, then I believe it. I run from the wicked one. Do you understand? It says, verse 17 says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always. Now, you see here, they describe the full attire of a spiritual person. Because life, my friend, is war. It's war. If you're not ready to fight for your promises, you won't have anything. And no promise will be, will be delivered to you on a platter of gold. I'm telling you, you learn to fight. You learn to be resolute. You learn to be determined. You learn to be brave. You learn to be courageous. Because life is war. You don't quit. You fight on. So you can't just come back from work and say, you know what? Oh, I'm having a problem, problem with my career right now. It's so tough. So because of that, I refuse to work. You won't say that. You won't say that. You know, I've been working for this company for the past four years. I've been bypassed for promotion three times. Um, uh, and I have missed out on the, on, the, on the company bonus twice. So because of that from today, I will no longer be a worker. So that means that I will never work for the rest of my life. Is that what you do? I'll tell you what you do because you are very smart. It's only when it comes to this Jesus thing that you pay ignorance. <laughs> You're very smart. 
Because I'll tell you what you would do, what you do. You go and ask your friend, what job do you do? And they will tell you. They say, what course do I go for? You go for the course. Is that what you do? You then go for training. After the training, you come back. Then you now start working on your resume. True or false? Then you now go back, what? Reapplying. Why don't you apply the same concept of faith? I'll tell you why. Because you were misold. When you got born again, somebody told you that in this faith, there are no problems. There are no problems. You have nothing to worry about. Just lay it at the feet of Jesus and go on a holiday and everything's going to be all right. That's a lie! That's not true. We are soldiers and we are soldiers at war. The day you got born again, you got enlisted. If you're not ready to fight, you will be fought. And you don't have to have the, you don't have to, you don't have to have the willingness to fight. You are, they're already fighting you. So there are good soldiers and there are sloppy soldiers. There are good soldiers and there are sloppy soldiers. There are good soldiers who believe in what God has given to them. And there are good soldiers who win battles. In fact, there are, good, there are some soldiers, right? If you bring the war to them, they will fight you and they win. But there are also great soldiers who don't just win the battles you bring to them. They actually extend their own boundaries. They take territories. That's a different thing, isn't it? There are soldiers, when you, when, you, when you attack them, they will defeat you, but they stay stationary. But there are some, right, when you attack them, they won't just defend their own. They actually will expand, use that opportunity to expand their boundaries. I don't know about you. I want to be a great soldier. And Jesus wants to be a great soldier. And he said that with you in the parable of the talents. He said one of them, he said, we gave you, we gave you a seed. And, said, and the servant took that seed and said, give him five talents. And he came back, and when the master came back, he saw that five talents had become ten. He said, well done. You have, you have multiplied what I gave you. You are a great soldier. I gave you five, now I can see ten. You put it to use. You extended your borders. Then the other one as well, multiplied it. He said, you are a great servant. And then the miserable, sloppy soldier, he said, hey, hey, I know you, I know you. You like to reap where you don't sow. So, see, you gave me one. Here is your tiny, winning one. I give it back to you. What did Jesus Christ say? That's a wicked soul. Wicked soul. So you must learn how to fight as a good soldier and push the boundaries of your limitation and become the best God's one for you. And it won't come cheap, but you stand and fight. Your career, your home, your children, your marriage, everything, your finances, you fight for them. You don't give up and quit. You don't. So Apostle Paul gave us that example. And this was a man, the day he was, he got born again, God gave him a vision. It is just like you have a vision for yourself. And many of you probably by now have a vision for 2019 or you had one for 2018. God gave him a vision. And then the, the moment God gave him a vision, the Bible said all hell broke loose. He had a desire to plant churches. He had a desire to take the gospel of Jesus all across the world. But my goodness, did he meet resistance? My goodness. Do you know how many times Paul was flogged? Do you know how many times he was left for dead? 
Do you know how many times he was imprisoned? Because he was a man on a mission. I will tell you this. A man on a mission will always face challenges. The day you, have, the day you become a man on a, on, on a mission over your life, I'm telling you, everything goes upside down. The day you become a man on a mission over your home, everything goes upside down. But because we are ill-equipped, what do we say? Ah, you know, ah, you know, Jesus, Jesus, this Jesus, ah, Jesus. And you blame Jesus because somebody sold you a fake contract. Read your contract. I was told when I got born again, you fight the fight of faith. And you do battles with the word of God. He said, welcome to the camp of those who have the light of God. Who constantly fight darkness. Who constantly push boundaries. Take territories. We will not take no for an answer. That's what I was told. That I'm here to take the word of God and make it happen for me and my life. That I'm here to keep learning and studying to take, this is a weapon. I was told when I got born again, here is your weapon. We will train you on how to use this weapon. Because life can be tough. So you get trained, get skilled to use this weapon to achieve everything you want to achieve in life. That's what I was told. Right? If it doesn't work out for you, it means you are not skilled enough. Get more training. Get more skills. Go for more training. Get coaches. Get mentors. And keep advancing. That's what I was told. Take responsibility. I don't know what you were told. Maybe you were told that in this faith, no skills required. Just sit down and fold your hands and watch the devil make everything happen for you. Maybe that's what you were told. And here you are right now. You face the reality of the harshness of life. Harshness of life. But you can't do anything. You are frustrated. You don't know what to do. Because you've not been trained. Well, it's not too late. Get your gears on. Not too late. Get your gears on. Find out what the, where the gap is in your knowledge and fill it. Because 2019 is around the corner. They couldn't stop him. Beating. I mean, look at what he says, and I will close with this. 2 Corinthians 4. He says, this is the man who has been through all. He says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency, bring it up. Maybe let's maybe read, let, we'll read this together. Bring it up quickly. 2 Corinthians verse 7. Chapter 4, verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Say, but let's read together. One, two, go. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Next, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Yeah, persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Go on. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. Ah, read this one to go. For we who we who live are always. Ah. Please hold that there. For we who live are what are always what delivered. So so. What, what part of struck down don't you understand? What part of persecuted don't you understand? Whoever told you that there will be no persecution, that no one will strike you, that the devil will not come after your blessings, right? Lied to you. That's not Christianity. Are you ready to be strong? Are you ready to be determined? Are you ready to keep on fighting? Are you ready to keep on believing? Then I say, welcome. Welcome to the camp of the army of God. Who don't say, take no for an answer. Who arms themselves with the word of God and fight it out. I say, welcome. Rise to your feet and let us pray. We are going to ask God for divine empowerment this morning. That Lord, empower me. Empower me. Revive my spirit and empower me, O God. Revive my spirit and empower me. Empower me in the place of the word of God. Empower me in the place of prayer. Empower me in the place of the word. Empower me, O God, in the place of the word. Empower me in the place of prayer. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Oh, raise your voice and pray. I must, I must fulfill the will of God for my life. I must fulfill the will of God for my life. I must become the person God wants me to become. I must achieve the mission God has given me to achieve. I must achieve the goals that God has given me to achieve. I must fulfill my destiny in every area of my life. I will not give up on my dreams. I will not give up on my aspirations. I will not give up on my marriage. I will not give up on my career. I will not give up on my enterprise. I will stand upon the word of God that he has given to me by revelation. I will hold on to God's word. I will stay in the place of prayer. Revive me, oh God, we pray. Revive me, O God, we pray. Revive me, O God, we pray. Strengthen me, O God, in the name of Jesus. Create in me a new spirit, O God, I pray. Create a fervent spirit within me in the name of Jesus. Baptize me, O God, O Lord. Release a fresh unction upon me, O God. Release a fresh option upon me, O God, in the name of Jesus. Let your power strengthen me. Let your grace sustain me in the name of Jesus. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Raise your voice and pray. It's not over. I am not done yet. It's not over. I am not done yet. It's not over. I am not done yet. It's not over. My career is not over. My career is not over. My family is not over. My children are not over. I am not done yet. I will become that man. I will become that woman on a mission that God has ordained. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, 
Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. Baptize us, O God. Pour out your spirit upon us in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the family say, Amen. And the family say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Please help me put your hands together for Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Strengthen us, O God, by your spirit. We celebrate you today. Lord, revive us again, O God. Empower us as a people and as a church in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please, you may be seated. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name.